And we have football tonight. Over to LC versus the Carolina Cavaliers. And this ought to be the game of the year in a way, I guess, probably about the toughest foe so far this season that Corona Cavaliers have had to meet. And wow, here they are. The Ovid LC people down here with only having lost three games in the last three years. Ken, uh, I don't know what more you can say about that. They've already clinched their third league championship. And well, a record like that, it ought to be something. However, for Corona's favor, of course, tonight, Everybody is back healthy, not completely healthy, of course, but we have Ray Lockhart back tonight. We also have Randy Smith, who's running it a little bit better than he has in the past. So it ought to be a tremendous game tonight. And coach, uh, talking to Coach Nickenese and Mark O'Donnell before the game, we know that both of them are going to be using probably something a little bit different than they have tonight. 6-0 and for O'Donnell's people from over at LC. 3-3 for Coach Nickenese and his crew, the Cavaliers. It's going to be strictly a, well, we'd have to call it a ding-dong battle all the way. Coming up right now, we have the national anthem with the Corona Cavalier High School Marching Band on the field facing the stands. A little bit of a wind tonight, probably not much more than four or five miles an hour, about 45 degrees, a beautiful night for football. A little bit moist and well, clouds around. I guess we have the promise of a little bit of rain, and I know that the stands are hoping that it holds up a little bit longer anyway, at least till everybody gets on their way home. And if you're on your way home listening to this tape delay broadcast, please take it easy. You may be a listener, so you know the score there. About five minutes right now before game time starts, and with that, we're going to have a word from Bill. Sturdivant and Blood Lumber Company of Owasso has donor light and fiberglass insulation, wood and aluminum storm windows and doors. And now our national anthem. and Blood Lumber Company of Owasso has tools, hardware, outside paint, and Anderson windows. For all your building and remodeling needs, rely on Sturdivant and Blood Lumber Company, 301 South Washington in Owasso. For the very best service your car can get, visit your nearest Texaco dealer. Remember, you can trust your car to the man who wears the star, the bright red Texaco star. Your local Texaco dealers are served by the Chieftain Oil Company of Owasso. Remember, wherever you drive, look for the Texaco sign. The Corona High School marching band under the direction of Joe Scott performing in the background and right now Chuck Ladley. Thank you so much, Bill, and tremendous band it is at that. The, uh, well, as I said before, I've broadcast a lot of games over the last 10 years, a number of them in high school and a number of them in college, and the thing about the high school football, to me anyway, there's no real sophistication, 
all kinds of spirits, the uh, kind that doesn't come in bottles in the sand. It's really a tremendous thing, high school football, and we've seen some tremendous ball this year. Of course, as we say, Corona Cavaliers 3-3, three and three, they're coming off a 2-2 two and two situation in their league. They haven't got really anything to win, got a lot of pride to salvage. They have a, well, if I was going to go back over the season so far, to me, it should have been a 5-1 and one season for the Cavaliers. However, in football, as in other things, I guess that's the way the ball bounces. The starting lineup for tonight for the Corona Cavaliers, of course, we have Charlie LeCure at quarterback, the little magician who's done a tremendous job in his first year as a high school quarterback this year. Terry Crosby will probably be starting along with Ray Lockhock, who is healthy enough to be back in tonight. He had a tremendously bad knee going for him. Ted Fatale, Jeff Golombiski, who is, I guess, the mounted Cavalier, something of that type. He is, well, he is tremendous as a high school back, just a junior at that. Randy Smith, who I think if uh, Randy had been healthy all year long this year, you would have really seen a, well, it would have been a different situation all the way. Kirby Miller, who left under less than sterling conditions last week. Uh, Kirby decided he wanted to try a little boxing along with his football playing. Mike Lesovich will be on uh, in there as well, along with Mark Ackley and Dan McCollum. Ed Compton, the center, Mike Pytosh at a guard. Randy Thayer, Mr. Do-It-All, uh, number 80 at an end, and Pete Eveleth, the defensive end, also starting. Coach Nick and East and his crew are at the sidelines right now, and Bill, I guess we're going to hopefully not have too much difficulty picking up these numbers. I see we've got the gold numerals on the white jerseys, and so far that's been a little bit of difficulty for us in the past, but we're going to, we're going to give it a try anyway. We see the... Marauders from Odelsey are lining up over there. We're trying to pick up their starting lineup as we go. It'll be a little bit difficult from this side. This side of the field, they are calling the kids out right now, people who definitely we don't know, and talking to Coach Mark O'Donnell before the game, as well as getting a chance to uh, talk to Coach Nick and East, we find out that, of course, the, the stars, for what we understand, if you want to call them that, all kids are stars as far as that goes, but the kids to watch tonight are Tom Krenovic, the quarterback who has done a tremendous job and in watching him before the game got going, this kid can throw a ball a long, long way. Again, talking to the coach, he said that they are a ball control team. They do everything off the tee formation. They go for the power eye. They go with the straight eye. They go with a split tee. They go just about any place that you want to go. And tonight, although he has said that he plays considerable ball control, more than likely, He's going to be passing a lot, something that they have not done. And the guy that we're going to have to watch on that bill is number 83, Randy Loins, because I guess this lad can catch just about anything that's thrown up to him. We are about 22 seconds, according to the clock, away from game time now. We've had the starting lineups announced. Everybody's on the field that belongs there, including the three gentlemen who run up and down and throw the flags and keep the game under control, which we, have, we will have to say they have done a better than reasonably good job this year. Repeating over, Elsie has only lost three games in the last three years. They've also won their, clinched their third championship. Coach O'Donnell said, uh, well, he doesn't know what it's going to be because the assistant coaches have had to do it all this week for him. He's been in a hospital for a checkup and very happy to say that Coach O'Donnell is in good shape. So pronounced, I guess he's getting a little bit of that thing, the coaching blues or, or whatever. Definitely it's a tension job. It's a very, very much tension-packed job. 
21 years of it for him, 23 years of it for Coach Nick and East, and I asked him about the rumors that both of them might be retiring at the end of this season, and they looked me in the eye with their deep blue eyes and said, those are rumors, so we're just going to leave it that. Bill, we've got the the ball teed up on the 40-yard line. Over at LC will be kicking to the Corona Cavaliers, who are defending the South Goal tonight, approaching the ball in Higgins, and way, way deep. We have number 25, Ray Lockhart, Ray with the ball coming up and knocked down on about the 25-yard line after a 15-yard pickup. It'll be first and 10 for the Cavaliers from their own 25-yard line as we start this game number seven in a nine-game season. The Cavaliers three and three, the Ovid Elsie Marauders six and nothing. Bill, this ought to be a ding-dong battle tonight. What do you think? It ought to be a real good one because of the strict competition between these two schools, Chuck. I understand that there's a, a real rivalry here between these two towns, so... We're just going to have to give it a look right now. Coming up, Golombiski in the backfield. Charlie LeCure, the quarterback. Golombiski, the deep man in the eye right now. We have number 26, Chris McMillan, wide to the right side. The Charlie LeCure on a pass, deep to pass. He's about to be smothered. We got a man out here and knocked down way out here. We had two men in the open. One of them was Randy Thayer, and although it looked like Randy Thayer was interfered with, apparently he wasn't. He was downfield about 30 yards on that as Charlie LeCure opened with a pass. A surprise in itself, so if this is the way it's going to go tonight, it looks like we're going to be up and down this field. Very, very beautifully covered back here by Randy Bowles, so Bowles playing the safety on the for the Ovidelsi Marauders. And as I say, I'm not going to call this one from up here, but perhaps it was, perhaps it wasn't. Anyway, Charlie LeCure on that handoff to Jeff Golombiski. Golombiski up the middle for about seven yards to the 20... What do we have there, Bill, about the... 28-yard line. Apparently, there's only a three-yard gain on that as we've got a post there we're trying to fight in order to pick up the action on the field. It'll be third and six after a four-yard gain. 11 minutes and seven seconds left here in the first quarter. We are glad to say, as we did, that of course, it's mighty, mighty good to see Ray Lockhart back in the backfield who, along with Randy Smith, neither one of these boys is apparently experiencing, well, they are coming off of injuries. Quick pass right over the middle and knocked down very, very hard. Randy Thayer, who really took a rap as he came across just on a, a little quick open, uh, quick pass right there. And wow, did he ever take one to the chops on that. He, well, that's what you call a bell ringer, I guess. So it's going to be a fourth down. Obviously, the Cavaliers are going to have to punt, and deep to punt will be number 40, Rick Shepard, the sophomore who has just come up from the Two games ago, we'll call just from the junior varsity. He gets it in high in the air. It's an end over end kick coming down, taking Corona bounce, being fielded on the 35 yard line, coming up the left side. Corona gets on him at number 26. Rick Shepard brings him very, very hard to the turf. The lad who kicked the ball, we have a flag. We don't know what that's for, but I imagine it might be a clip. Either that or it could be a face mask. However, it appears that it might, yes, it is going to go. It's uh, going to go against the Ovidelsi Marauders as they bring their offensive club onto the field right now, being discussed with number 80, Randy Thayer, the captain. And Randy says, I think we're going to march him back a little bit deeper. Undoubtedly, they will. The ball coming back to the 30-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 for the Ovidelsi Marauders. Bill, what do you think so far? Well, that run back by Jimmy Kelly of Ovidelsi certainly helped him out, but it was negated by the penalty. Negated is right. You're getting to where you sound like big Howie Cosell here. We're going to have to watch you very closely or you're going to be leaving this big town and going off to Frank Gifford and the rest of those guys. First and ten for the Marauders as they come up 
in a power eye situation. Uh, very, I beg your pardon, we have a double wing as we have back split all over the place on this one, something that was not mentioned for us. Quarterback sneak right up the middle, and he's knocked down after a five-yard gain by the safety man on that. Playing safety tonight, we have Rick Shepard. Rick Shepard in the deep spot, along with Ray Lawcock, as apparently after a six-yard gain, uh, Krinovic saw spotted a very weak spot in the in the Cavalier defense, and he took tremendous advantage of it. In a power eye this time, power eye to the left side. Krinovic and a handoff to the first man through, and he is met immediately and dropped for about a yard loss. Jeff Golombiski getting a handle on him, along with Ed, uh, Mike Pytosh and Kirby Miller, I think, also had a hand in there. We're going to say also we see a new number in the as a linebacker here, Bucky Brooks being brought up as a sophomore from the junior varsity. This is being his first varsity game, and from that play, we can see that Bucky Brooks is not a bit afraid to stick his nose in there, which he did. In a 7-2, Jeff Golombiski, the middle linebacker, coming up on a quick... Well, Loin stopped the ball as he was hit beautifully by Ted Fatale. Ted Fatale knocking him down as he took the ball. Looks like he just, just took it, two steps. Uh, Fatale hit him and down on the 45-yard line, fumbled the ball, and they called it an incomplete pass. So it's going to be fourth and five for the Marauders from their 40-yard line, 35-yard line, as the Cavaliers drop number 14, Charlie Lee or number 24, I beg your pardon, Ray Lockcock, along with Jeff Golombiski, or Shepard. I can't pick up that. 41, Randy Smith. We see Randy Smith playing the safety tonight, both of them standing on their 30-yard line. So this will be the first kick for the Marauders. Time up, and with time up, no score. Here's Bill Constein. Kick on fourth down with fourth and five. Number 10, Greg Bancroft, will be hitting the punt from about his 22-yard line. High snap from center, but he's going to get it away. Gets a beautiful, beautiful floater away. Coming down to Smith, Ray Lockhock on about the 40-yard line. Ray is up over the 50. Ray is still going on his feet, spinning and knocked down. Finally, as he had to reverse his field just a little bit. Coming back to the 48 as Ray Lockhock really looks in shape as he almost broke that one, doing a tremendous amount of running strictly on his own. Ball back for about 22 yards line. It'll be 22 yards, I think it'll be first and 10 as they put it back down on the 46-yard line of the Corona Cavaliers. The Cavaliers almost breaking that one right to start with. And I can see what Coach Mark O'Donnell meant. He did not know what shape the boys were going to be in mentally because they've won it. They don't know exactly what they have to win anymore other than a few more games. Hand off to Golombiski right up the middle and stopped after about a one-yard gain. Not much more than that, anyway. It'll be second and nine from the 47-yard line as Golombiski tries it once again. Jeff Golombiski having done, well, I would have to say more than any high school back could really be expected to do for the last three games. He was the pillar of strength, so to speak, in the victory last week, the upset victory over Chessening when he... Well, he did everything that night. Charlie LeCure on a quarterback sneak up for about two yards, and that's going to be it as they shut the door on him immediately. Charlie LeCure slammed very, very unceremoniously to the turf as we have the front line of Ovid Elsie, which looks like several several ungentle bins. Uh, these lads are mighty big, Bill. I don't mean to say that they're outsized or anything of this type, but I don't know where they where they get them and grow them so big out there, but it must be a secret of some size. It's like they keep men except on Friday night and just feed them corn the rest of the time. Charlie LeCure bringing his troops up for a third and seven from the 49-yard line. LeCure 
deep to pass right now. All kinds of time as he's got a man loose. Lockhock is out there. It's going to be a touchdown. No flag. Touchdown for the Cavaliers on a 14, 51-yard pass. Lockhock gathering it in as you can see the difference right now, what speed makes. And wow, he got out there, took it in on about the 25-yard line, and no one was going to catch him. It's 6 to nothing. the Cavaliers over the Ovid Elsie Marauders as they stung him right to start with. And, Bill, I think we've really got a barn burner going tonight. I sure hope so, Chuck. We'd like to see a great contest between these two teams because it's a good night for football. Well, it's a beautiful night for football, but of course, when you're ahead, any night's a beautiful night for football. Randy Thayer coming on the field right now after picking up the after picking up the kicking tee, and Thayer very successful last week. His one point, his toe was the thing that made the difference for the Cavaliers in beating Chesting. High step and center. He gets it up. It's good. However, we have a flag on the play, and it's going to be an illegal procedure against the Cavaliers, and I would well imagine that Ovid Elsie is going to be very happy to try to move them backwards on this. Yes, the Cavaliers are going backwards. It'll be a five-yard penalty. The ball will be snapped from about the eight-yard line on this, so we'll see that if uh, Randy Thayer has another five yards in that foot. So far, he is, to say the least, after having watched high school ball and played it and coached it for many years, one of the calmest kickers that I've seen in a long time. Nothing ever seems to rattle him. He does a tremendous job on it. The ball will be placed on the 15-yard line. Down, up in the air, and it looks good. What do they call it? Up, good. A very delayed call on there, and as I say, I don't mean to be calling from here, but very, very exciting, to say the least. Bill, it's 7 to nothing for the Cavaliers over the Marauders. You got a word. Where can you get photographic needs plus school supplies, beauty aids, baby needs, magazines, toys and games, and much more? At Walgreen Drugs and Stadium Plaza, of course, they're located just north of Owasso on Chiawassee Street, and now they give S&H Green Stand. Attention deer hunters, get all your reloading needs now from the K&P Sports Shop, 810 West Main in Owasso. Order your deer rifle now and save for all your hunting needs. Rely on the K&P Sports Shop of Owasso at 810 West Main Street. This game being sponsored by the Sports Boosters Club of Owasso and Corona. And they're really sponsoring a beauty tonight so far. 7.31 left in the first quarter. As Charlie Liqueur thrilled everybody on a beautiful, beautiful pass to Ray Lockcock. 51 yards worth and 7 points for the Corona Cavaliers. Randy Thayer with the ball teed up on the 40-yard line right now. Hand up in the air. Away he goes. Ball's up on a high end-over-end kick coming down on about the 25-yard line. Squirreling around, finally being picked up by number 40 as he gets to his left he's almost to break it and finally knocked down on the 35 yard line the 30 yard line I beg your pardon as he almost got away from that one I couldn't see exactly who made the tackle on it but it appeared to that Randy Thayer the kicker also had a hand in on that one and Jeff Golubisky right along with him as they brought him down on the 30 yard line where it'll be first and 10 for the Marauders as they start their second series of downs the first being reasonably unsuccessful only able to pick up five yards in their four downs on that one Coming out in a power eye, power to the left side this time. The quarterback, Krinovic, on a handoff right up the middle, and he's up for about three yards, it appears, for he is met over there by number 50, Bucky Brooks. The lad just up, they're going to call it a four-yard gain as it's put down on 24, and along with Randy Thayer, who is playing the left defensive end spot. Brooks is a sophomore, and as Coach Nicanese told me, the reason he brought him up is he's not too big, but is he ever a scrapper? And he sure appears to be from right here. 
Here we come up with the handoff or keep on by the quarterback. Pitch out to the left side. Turns the corner. He's up and finally knocked down over on the far side by Charlie LeCure. As LeCure got a hand on him and brought him to earth after about a six-yard gain where it'll be third and eight from the 28-yard line. The ball carrier on that, Dale Miller, as uh, they appear to be working from the old split T belly series. The quarterback keeping it on the till he finally has the pitch, which he did. Miller turning the corner and up for about six yards on that one. It'll be third and one as they gave him a seven-yard gain on that out of the power eye once again. Krenovic, the quarterback, taking the ball from the center on a straight handoff right up the middle. And did he make it? I don't know. I don't know if he made it or not. It's going to be very close for the third down. He was slowed down if he made it. First down for the Marauders from Ovidelsi as they nudged it just over the 30-yard line. There was a little bit of a fumble in there at that time as well. However, the Marauders recovered their own fumble. It'll be first and ten on their initial first down from just over the 40-yard line. We'll call it the 41 for the sake of statistics. Out of a tight backfield, balanced backfield this time, Krenovic, the quarterback, on a handoff right up the middle, and he is really wrapped as that kid got the ball. Jeff Golombiski said, well, welcome to Corona, as he stuck him well, he, on a tremendous tackle, just the way they teach him to do it, put your head in there, and bang, down he comes. After at most a yard gain, it'll be second and nine. Ovid Elsie, as we said, Bill, is a tremendous team as far as size goes. These lads are uh, quite big against Corona, who does not have the speed but or the size. But fumble, fumble, picked up by whom as they unpile right there. It appears that, yes, it appears that Ovid Elsie kept the ball. It'll be third and nine as, as just as soon as he got the ball, he was met by Kirby Miller along with Mike Pytosh. And they jarred the ball loose. However, the lad was able to recover his own fumble. It'll be a third and third and ten, as he lost actually a yard on that. A passing down, and we, as we say, we are told to watch out for the passing arm of Krenovic. And Krenovic is deep to pass. He's got a man downfield. He's got number 40 coming over here, falling down, keeping the ball. Yes, he fumbled the ball in midair. Number 14 was able to keep it. Dan Egbert, as he came out here in a little, little pass to the right flat. It's not enough, however, for a first down as he picked up about five yards on it. It'll be fourth and five, and we would imagine we're going to see the Ovidelphi Marauders kick for the second time as Ray Lockhock and Randy Smith go deep. Ray Lockhock flexing his legs back there. He has had a bad knee, uh, a very puffy knee from what I understand, a situation that is by no means any fun, along with Randy Smith, who has also had knee problems. He hits the ball from the 40-yard line, a... High kick coming down and going to be left alone by Randy Smith and Ray Lockhock as they both back away from it. It'll be first and ten for the Cavaliers from the 20-yard line. We have a time on the referee and time for a word from Bill. Will your car rust out before it wears out? It won't if you have the Simtech rust proofing offered by Long Rambler Incorporated of Owasso Perform. Just $69 in all makes of new and used cars. Vans and pickup trucks, too. Free pickup and delivery of your vehicle at Long's American Incorporated of Owasso. Thank you so much, Bill. It's first and ten for the Corona Cavaliers from their 19-yard line when they put the ball in play. Three minutes and 29 seconds left in the first quarter. Seven to nothing, Corona over the Ovidelsi Marauders. Hand off to Golombiski. Keep by Charlie LeCure. He's up, spinning, and on up here over the 26-yard line. Or the 20, yes, the 26 for about... A six or seven yard gain on that as he executed a belly play beautifully. A tremendous fake to Golombiski, keeping right on and coming around the right side of the line for a six yard gain. It'll be, what do we have there? Second and 
six-yard gain or a three-yard gain? What, what is that, Bill? Can you tell from here? It'll be second and two as we have a little light situation over here on the board that makes it very hard to, to judge there. So it was an eight-yard gain by Charlie LeCure on that one. LeCure splitting his backs this time. The handoff to Randy Smith. Smith up the middle for the first down and more as he pulls his way and is finally hauled down on the 35-yard line. As well, I know Coach Nick and East must be very, very happy to have a healthy Randy Smith. This takes a tremendous amount of pressure off Jeff Golombiski as Jeff has had to carry the ball almost solely as far as any rushing goes for the past three games. Having Randy Smith healthy again, having Ray Lockcock, who is all kinds of speed, as we witnessed on that touchdown pass from Charlie LeCure to Ray Lockcock for 51 yards. As soon as Ray got the ball, no one was just about to catch him. Ed Compton, the center, over the ball as we wing a man this time. Crosby in motion. A handoff, delayed handoff to Crosby. Crosby is up for about a three-yard gain up to the 37-yard 30, line, it would appear. 39-yard line, I beg your pardon. It'll be second and second and seven on that. Uh, so they're going to give him three yards. Tackled by Dan Egbert along with Jim Lawrence as they finally got to him and, again, dumped him very unceremoniously to the earth. It'll be second and seven after a three-yard gain. Two minutes and ten seconds left in the quarter as so far the Cavaliers are enjoying a 7 to nothing lead. Charlie LeCure setting his troops this time, wing demand to the right, as Randy Thayer split wide to the left side. Charlie LeCure on a handoff to Golombiski. Golombiski is loose and finally falls down after somebody got a hand on him in there after at most a yard gain. Looked like we might have had a procedure penalty on that. However, the officials said no. It'll be after a one-yard gain. It's going to be third and about six for the Cavaliers, a passing down, and... With Coach Nick and East having been quite successful in his passing, I would not really be too amazed to see it once again. Ray Lockcock coming back into the game right now after taking a bringing in a play from the sidelines. Ray Lockcock split wide to the left side this time. The lone remaining back. No, we have Golubisky in there as well. Charlie Cure deep to pass. He's got Lockcock once again all by himself and overthrows him on the 25-yard line as Ray just couldn't quite get to that one. Once again, he had both of the safety men beat very, very deep, and I'm sure that the Marauders are really going to have to loosen up this defense on a situation of this type, or it's going to be a mighty long night for them, because as Ray Lockhock back in the game with his speed, and Charlie LeCure able to throw the ball up, if they don't loosen up those safeties, it's going to be a, well, it's going to be a bad situation for the Ovidelphi Marauders, and I'm quite sure that the Cavaliers would like to put them in that case. High pass from center, Shepard almost gets that kick block, but got it off beautifully, Come down and field it on the 27-yard line for the lad after about a two- or three-yard pickup is knocked down by Mike Pytosh along with Randy Thayer. Both of them got, got a hand on him, and wow, tremendous, tremendous thing there. And how what Rick Shepard was doing clear down the field that time after the kick, I don't know, but he got down there as well. Dale Miller, the lad who received the kick on it, was having to look up to see where people were on that. He wanted to call a fair catch, and after the way he got dumped, I'm quite sure he wish he would have. It'll be first and ten for the Marauders from Ovid Elsie. Got to get all those names out of there. On their own 34-yard line. Flanking man wide to the right this time. A pitch out. Field and gets nowhere as number 50, Bucky Brooks, and number 80 on that. Randy Thayer got a hand on him and dropped him after about, at most, we would say a, what do we have, a one-yard gain on that bill, about that. Uh, it'll be a second and nine from the 32-yard line, 33-yard line, we'll call it. Second and 11, I guess we lost a yard on that. Out of the power eye, part of the left side this time. Uh, 
Krinovic on a pitch. Pitch to Miller once again coming around the left side, and he is going to be dumped for an eight-yard, not quite perhaps, a five-yard loss on that as we are trying to pick up one tackler on that. Charlie Lecure as Charlie covers the right side beautifully over there. The other one appeared to be in on him, Pete Eveleth. Yes, it's Pete Eveleth, number 84. Got a hand on him as the defensive end and the linebackers right behind him are doing a tremendous job tonight. Yeoman duty on the parts of several kids. They've got the seven-point lead, something they've never enjoyed this early in the game, and they're really hanging on to it. We've got the quarter called, seven to nothing. The Corona Cavaliers over the... Thank you so much, Bill. Starting the second quarter, we see number 70, Dennis Sheridan, replacing Bucky Brooks as as Coach Nick and East tries something a little bit different, uh, a little bit different on the... Oh, almost intercepted, almost picked off back there by Ted Patel. Ted almost got a hand on that as the quarterback, uh, Krinovic, went deep to pass on that right over the middle, and he really got stung as Jeff Golombiski was shooting the gap on that and dropped him with a tremendous tackle. He was rushed, couldn't get it away. It'll be a fourth down, fourth and 16, as once again, Ovid Elsie has got their back to the wall, being forced to kick from their own 20-yard line. They have not been able to mount an attack of any type tonight. Golombiski once again threatening. Offsides, we have a we have a procedure penalty that will be coming up, whether Corona made contact or whether it was the Marauders being offsides. It appeared the Marauders were uh, moved first, and uh, yes, they did. So they're going to be marched backwards on a five-yard penalty. It'll be fourth and 21. Be forced to kick from about five yards deeper as the lad will hit it from about his own 10-yard line. Repeating, we have Lockhock deep along with Randy Smith. So far, these lads have, as Ray Lockhock got his hands on the first punt, really brought it back up there, ignited the fuse for the Cavaliers as they were able to score on a 51-yard pass from LeCure to Lockhock. Hitting the ball from about his 10-yard line and almost blocked as the Cavaliers really came in on him that time. The ball bouncing on the 45-yard line, taking an over Delsey bounce. Back to the 39-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 for the Cavaliers. With that timeout, here's Bill. You're saving their time to grow in a 5% moneymaker account at State Savings Bank of Owasso. Interest is compounded every 60 seconds of every single day. Earn more money for your money with a moneymaker savings account at State Savings Bank of Owasso, member FDIC. Cavaliers first and 10 as they put the ball in play from their own 39-yard line. So far, it's all been Cavaliers, Bill, and it's really been great to see because they've really had their back up against it so far this year. Lakira, the quarterback, on a handoff to, on a cape, and he has dropped. That appeared, did we have a fumble on that? Yes, we did have a fumble, and the old fumbleite is going against the Cavaliers once again, turning the ball over on a 37-yard line to Ovidelsi. And we'll see that, uh, we'll hope, to say the least, that that uh, doesn't really get their daubers down. The handoff to Golubisky, and apparently the handoff never really materialized on that as Charlie Lecure lost the ball. It was being bounced around and finally covered by the Ovidelsi Marauders. Ovidelsi this time with a balanced backfield, three men deep, almost reminiscent of the wishbone. We'll, uh, that's about the closest we could call it. Handoff to the first man, and he is nowhere, nowhere at all as Mike Pytosh comes up, knocks him down immediately. We'll call it about a one-yard loss. Mike Pytosh getting up along with number what is it, number 70, it appears. Dennis Sheridan also had a hand on him as Rick McCreary, well, I guess uh, it, it appeared that Pytosh almost took the handoff on that one, Bill, as the Corona Cavaliers are getting off the ball very, very quickly tonight defensively. Deep to pass once again. Krinovic is being rushed, almost intercepted as number 25, Ted Patel, went high in the air to beautifully blocked the lad on that uh, 
who do we have? The lad who was downfield on that time, Egbert, Dan Egbert, the pass was intended for. However, he never even really got close to it. The Cavaliers doing a tremendous job on rushing the passer tonight. They've kept him off balance uh, at no time as he really had much time to get rid of the, to uh, set himself up and get rid of the ball. Probably we'll see a pass again as it's third and 11 out of the I formation. Krenovic, the quarterback, looking his troops over. Krenovic dropping deep to pass on a fake on that. He's got a little bit more time this time. Almost intercepted once again as Charlie LeCure had a hand on it. However, was unable to go up quite high enough and hold it down on the 22-yard line. Uh, intended once again for Dan Egbert. However, Egbert was not able to get even too close to it. It'll be fourth and 11, as I would imagine the Marauders are going to punt this time, trying to force the Cavaliers very, very deep in their own territory, hoping that they'll make a mistake again. However, it has not been a night for mistakes for the Cavaliers, having only turned the ball over one time on a fumble, and that's liable to happen to anybody. We have one man very, very deep, as it appears that the Marauders are going to go for it. Yes, they are. Deep to pass once again. He's got a man out here. And he's dropped it, dropped it on the 25-yard line as it was thrown beautifully to him. Krinovic not able to get it to Loins. Loins had it right in his hands. It looks like he heard footsteps or caught it and decided he was going to run a little bit too quickly. However, it went down on the 25-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Cavaliers from their own 37-yard line when the ball when the ball goes back in play. Ten minutes and 20 seconds left in the half. Corona Cavaliers leading the Overdelsey Marauders 7-0 in the second quarter. Out of the eye formation this time, Golovisky the deep man in the eye. Charlie LeCure on a handoff. On fumble once again for LeCure on the same play. However, LeCure covered. They are having a little bit of a problem on the exchange on the belly play as he puts that in just a little bit too deeply and the at his own man that he hands off to, in this case, Ray Lockcock, knocks the ball out of his hand. So... Charlie, hang on to that thing a little bit better if you're going to not give it away to him. It's a very ticklish situation on this belly thing. You really have to be very ginger, uh, gingerly handle that ball if you're going to to fake it on the belly series. However, Charlie LeCure has not been too ginger on that tonight. It'll be second and 11 as they lost a the yard on that. Out of the pro set this time, Golubisky right up the middle, and there he goes again. Jeff up for a nine-yard gain, a seven-yard gain on that, I beg your pardon. They had him stopped once. He just kept right on driving for another two yards. as a tremendous second effort on his part. It's going to be third and, what do we call that from here? Probably a third and about five as Golombiski was whistled dead on the 42-yard line. Number 77, Lynn Webster, finally getting a hand on him, able to stop him as it's relatively impossible on a dive play for one man to stop Golombiski. He gets it in his head, he's going to go, and away he goes. It's... Like I said before, he's just about as much fun to tackle as a sack of cactus, and I don't know, that lad's got a, going to really come up in high school football, being only a junior. Charlie LeCure on a little dump pass off to Golombiski. Golombiski up to the 45-yard line where he's knocked down. However, it's going to be about two yards short of the first down. We'll see right now whether Coach Nick Anise is going to, to chance it tonight as he's operating right now on his 45-yard line. We've seen him try it... Uh, to force the ball from a lot, so it's a, a lot more dangerous place. However, he's got the lead, and we'll see whether he's going to get too. Um, well, we'll see see how cautious he gets right now with the lead. 8:23 left in the half. Rick Staples made that tackle as Coach Nickenese decides that he is going to punt it from about the 32-yard line, where Rick Shepard will hit it. A high pass from center once again. Shepard with a poor kick. However, it's going to get a Corona bounce. It's a long, long roller coming and will be dropped, touched dead by number 62, 
Gerald Ziegler on uh, the, what, the 20-yard line down there, Bill? We got that old ubiquitous telephone post right here in front of us again. The 18-yard line, first and 10 for the Marauders when the ball goes in play once again. Pete Evelyn, defensive specialist par excellence, I guess we could call him, going back into the game as Pete Evelyn, along with Randy Thayer, are two of the finest high school defensive ends I've seen in a long, long time. 7.55 left in the half, 7-0 Corona over the highly favored Marauders from Ovidelsi. Handoff to Kredovic on a handoff once again, and the lad, I believe that was Miller, didn't get much at all as Mike Pytosh forced the play on that. A pulling guard, Pytosh filled right in behind him, and, well, no place on that. It'll be second and ten as they give him no gain on that. The fact that he appears to have lost about six inches on the play as Ovidelsi is totally ineffective with regard to their offense tonight. A lot of that, I'm sure, because of the tremendous pressure that's being put on them. Coming to the left side this time, number 11 is being knocked out of bounds by number 21, Arnold Cagle. Cagle knocked him out of bounds along with Charlie Liqueur and number 84, Pete Evelyn. All three of them chasing the lad as he turned the corner on the left side up for not quite a first down. It'll be a third and... What do we have there? The lights are out on that part of the board. Third and four with 7.13 left. Third down, I would imagine they're probably going to have to pass again with uh, something they have not been too successful with tonight. We see an extra back in the backfield right now. As, and I reverse Karinovic, handing off on a reverse over here, knocked down on a beautiful arm tackle by, it would appear that the defensive end on that, yes, Randy Thayer stayed home, got, a, got just an arm on him, Able to knock him down. I don't know whether we're having a measurement here called by the by the officials or not, but it would appear that it's close enough to call for a measurement, and yes, that's what they're going to do. The official over on the far side picking the chain up, bringing to the middle of the field as we have Randy Thayer, the captain of the Corinna Cavaliers, right there to watch it. It appears that it's going to be, well, what is it from here? We can't really tell. It's a first down by just the length of the ball as the ball is split in half by the chains on that one. First down for the Ovidelsi Marauders. Seven minutes and four seconds left in this, the first half. Seven to nothing still for the Corona Cavaliers as they have done a tremendous, tremendous job tonight. Bill, I am so completely impressed by this defense that you just can't say enough for them. Barring no mental lapses, it's liable to be a... Well, it's going to be a squeaker. We know that. It's going to be tight one way or another. Right over the middle and hit number 32. Knocked down by Jeff Golubisky along with Ted Patel out here after a, enough for a first down, however. Number 32 taking the pass on that. Randy Bowles as Bowles got out here. Quinnivick hit him right over the middle as he appeared to hit the seam in the zone. And first and 10 from the 44, it'll be for the Ovidelsi Marauders as they just had their longest gain so far of the game, not just of this, this quarter, but so far of the, uh, the gain, I think, making only about their third first down of the evening. This time, Quinnivick on a keeping, and he is going to be caught and gets away and finally knocked down after all kinds of dancing around out here. They had several shots at him, but very elusive runner, Quinnivick, and he finally was knocked off his feet up here by Pete Eveleth, along with number 72, Dan McCollum, also got a hand on him. Ed Compton also there to put the final crunch on him as everybody had a shot at him, but it didn't seem that anybody really wanted to tackle him too hard that time. Very, very slippery runner, this lad. Quinnevick, the quarterback, uh, working out of the eye this time from the 50-yard line, just the 49-yard line of the Cavaliers. 
with keep this time, and it looks like we've got a lad lose being chased by Golombiski, and finally collared out here on the 35-yard line as Jeff Golombiski really bulldogged him, drove him to earth on the 36-yard line, they're going to call it. Another first down as Ovid Elsie seems to have been able to pick up a few things and get things going for them again. Dale Miller, the ball carrier once again, as Miller has been the only one who has been able to get put uh, anything as far as any running ability goes for the Marauders. Out of a balanced backfield this time, everybody in tight. Krenovic, the quarterback, on a keep, and he's going to pass. He got time this time. He has a man deep, but he is unable to hold on to it as Ted Patel, along with Bowles, went up high in the air that time. They were not able to Loins, I beg your pardon. They were not able to bring that down, however, as the ball fell to earth with nobody getting a hand on it, with the ability to retain it anyway, on the five-yard line. Beautiful pass this, uh, this lad Krenovic throws out there. It's a, well, it's not too soft a pass, but it gets down there very, very quickly. Loins, a... Very Loins, yes, that was Randy Loins on that. The end, the, the lad that we were told to watch out for because of his ability on pass catching. Once again, the coach telling me right at the, the first of the game that they're a ball control team, but they are going to pass more tonight, and so far they have. Keep once again to pitch out to the right side. However, it's a no uh, this time as Randy Thayer bought him down immediately after about a four-yard loss on that. It'll be a third and, what do we have here, a third and about... 12 on that as a tremendous, tremendous play on the part of Randy Thayer to, as we said before, from the defensive end spot, you have to stay home. You can't commit yourself. You've got to watch for anything wide, particularly when you're running a seven and eight man line. There's no way that you can commit and let the man get outside of you. Dropping deep to pass this time. If he has time, right over the middle and drop after not quite a first down. Number 14 took the ball. Uh, Dan Egbert right over the middle once again where he was knocked down by number 21 Arnold Cagle and well I'm sure that they're going to go for it this time as they're coming up with a fourth and about two and it's going to be a long two however seeing that the Marauders have been reasonably ineffective in the running game tonight it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with I would imagine if I was coaching it I would call something wide but we'll see why I'm still broadcasting and no longer coaching I would imagine the handoff to Krenovic. Krenovic rolling out the pass, being chased. He's going to be caught over here, knocked down on a beautiful, beautiful play out here by Charlie Liqueur. Charlie got his hands high in the air on that. I beg your pardon, it was Pete Evelyn. Pete Evelyn's got his hands up in the air on that, knocked the ball to earth as number 11 Krenovic rolled out, was in a position where he was just about caught, being chased by Thayer, the pass being knocked down, which negated that drive, dulled it right there on the 20, what do we have there, the 29-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 for the Cavaliers. Well, there's been all kinds of football this half, Bill. I'm just about hoarse already. Well, Chuck, we've seen a season's worth of football tonight already. I'll say that for it. A season's worth of football for the Cavaliers, as they have really played heads-up ball tonight, a tremendous, tremendous job. Out of the full set this time, the Cavaliers trying to secure deep to pass on first down. Gets it away. He's got Lawcock out here once again. It is almost dropped by, intercepted by number 40, Cleary, as he, the ball was just a little bit underthrown. Ray Lawcock was way downfield on that, cleared onto the 45-yard line of the Marauders. However, the ball a little bit underthrown. Ray Lawcock going down the right sideline. McCleary got the, had the ball in his hands, and I guess he couldn't believe it, Ted. That's what he looked like, anyway. It was 
a little bit of maze on it. Lawcock coming out after that long run this time. Rick Shepard, number 40, coming back in. And we don't mean to tag him as a sensational sophomore, but Rick Shepard has done a tremendous job coming up to the JVs to play with the big boys. As well, I would say that uh, Coach Nick Anise is going to have a pretty good nucleus of a team back next year. Charlie the Cure deep the pass on second down once again. Coming out here to Randy Smith. Randy's got first down yardage plus. Randy is loose down the right sideline. He's down still on his feet and finally on an arm tackle. Knocked down on the 35-yard line. Because, wow, how do, how do you excite a crowd? Well, Charlie LeCure just showed you, along with Randy Smith, and I can say it again, if Randy Smith and Ray Lockock would have been healthy this year, I'm quite sure there would have been no losses for the Cavaliers, as these lads really know how to carry a ball. Number 20, Crosby, coming out right now as Ray Lockock checks back into the game. The main backs being primarily Lockock, Golombiski, and Terry Crosby also alternating with Randy Smith in there as Coach Nick Anise is primarily able to keep a very fresh backfield in. Hand off to Golombiski, loose over the middle, just going to do it. He's on his way. Nobody's going to catch him. Touchdown, Cavaliers! Touchdown all the way on a 35-yard romp. Nobody was going to put a hand on Golombiski that time. Tremendous, tremendous, beautiful run. Wow, that lad really earned it on that one. Three minutes and five seconds left in the second quarter as Golombiski showed him what he's made of. He's all horse on, on, wow, I just can't say enough of that, Bill. Pardon me, you better take it. <laughs> that was a great run, Chuck. Uh, as we said earlier, a season's worth of football here tonight so far, right at Cavalier Stadium. Well, you just you just can't say enough for kids like like the Cavaliers. They they've been down, they've been way down, and to come back on this on something like this, this is tremendous. Randy Thayer hitting the ball on the extra point. Up, it's good. Fourteen to nothing. The Cavaliers over the Marauders. And wow, here's Bill. Glad food good enough to leave home for then stop at the burger chef after the game. Enjoy the problem solver, a big chef, especially for the person who can't decide between a hamburger and a cheeseburger. It's both, and it's at the burger chef, 426 East Main in Owasso. Wagers in West Owasso have hair care specials. There's Breck Basic Hairspray, a 13-ounce can for just $1.39. And there's Boot Shampoo. It's super special with a great smell of boot. Removes dandruff and leaves hair cleaner just $1.50 for a 4-ounce tube at Wagers store in West Owasso. I think we've got another dandruff remover in here, uh, out here in Golden Biscuit tonight because he's a hair puller as far as that goes. That's tremendous, tremendous, beautiful run. He broke right up the middle over to the left side, and no one was going to catch him. When that lad gets his hand on the ball, he is hampered, so I understand, by lack of speed, but I don't think anybody could have caught him up, not even Ray Lockhart as far as that goes. Three minutes and five seconds, 13 to nothing, the Cavaliers, as they are excited right now. They will hit the ball from the 40-yard line, approaches the ball, gets it up in the air as it's a low, squirreling kick right now, bouncing around back there. The Marauders having a hard time handling it, finally getting a hand on the ball, and oh, wow, what a tackle. That's what a, oh, tremendous, and I couldn't quite see who got it, but it appeared to be, there appeared to be Pete Evelyn in there that really put the lad down and put him down very, very hard over there on the 25-yard line. It'll be two minutes and 58 seconds left, first and 10 for the Marauders from over at LC is, well, I would have to say right now, so far, Bill, they are being marauded, if there is such a word. They have really had the ball game taken to them and, I'd say, <laughs> kind of shoved down their throat. This has been a, a, a real shocker for them. I will explain a little bit more of that later. The marauders coming up out of the eye this time. A keep, keep by the quarterback, and fumble, fumble. The Cavaliers picked it up on the 25-yard line as everything so far is going against the marauders. 
they just really have not been able to get on track. And, well, I, I hate to see any any kids get beat, particularly after a 6-0 record coming into this game. But I couldn't say that I would. I would rather see them beat by Corona than see, uh, see them beaten by anybody. As they are really having a problem right now. Quarterback sneak attempt on that. He was hit by Kirby Miller. And Kirby just tore the ball loose from him on that. We couldn't see who picked up the thunder, but I'm sure the lad knows who it is. It'll be first and ten for the Cavaliers from the as they start the ball on their 25 on the 25 yard line. However, of the of the uh, Marauders, as Bill, I've just about blown all my own tubes, and I think I've almost put us off the air a time or two here as a needle on our tape recorder is. Well, it's not quite as straight as it was when we started this game. 2:29 left and a half on a. Beautiful, beautiful night for football. We've got all the windows open in the in Cavalier Stadium, and I'm very, very happy to say, Bill, I'm so glad to be back in Cavalier Stadium. Some of the facilities that we have had to broadcast from for the last couple of uh, couple of games have been well, they're less than excellent, and I will consider this one to be excellent. This is a tremendous, really a great place to watch a game, and but even far better to broadcast from. It's easy on old eyes, I guess, something of this type. The Cavaliers will put the ball in play right now as <clears throat> Ed Compton comes up over the ball on the 25-yard line. The Marauders, Charlie LeCure, checking his backfield, sending Crosby in motion, hand off to Golombiski. There's a mix-up in the backfield. Golombiski is going to be dropped after he gets back to the line of scrimmage. We'll see where they blew the ball dead, however, as there was a mix-up. Golombiski ran into Charlie LeCure, the quarterback, that time, and they're going to push him back for about a two-yard loss, one-yard loss, there, probably to be second and 12. We have a something going on here tonight too, Bill. We have the a 1973 Polaris Colt Snowmobile 175 with all steel trailer being as a uh, part of a donation, a drawing to be held November the 6th here in Corona. Proceeds will be used for all community service projects. So Charlie McCure on a pitch this time to Smith. Smith coming over to the left side and being dropped after. Well, did he get a gain on that? He was sure running a long way sideways. However, he wasn't wasn't able to get too much. That was Terry Crosby, I beg your pardon. With these numbers, uh, very, very, very difficult to pick up the yellow numbers on the white jerseys. However, we'll keep on doing our best. 131 left. It'll be a third and five, as he did pick up six yards that time. Third and nine, I beg your pardon. The scoreboard giving us a hard time, too, as, as the uh, yard... Lights are almost out on that part of the scoreboard. Anyway, if you see a Corona JC member, Corona area JC member, asking about these tickets, the money all goes back to Corona. Charlie McCure deep to pass on the 35-yard line. He has a man loose. It's going to be a touch. Not quite a touchdown as he took it in right there. Randy Thayer took the ball clear down to the about the two-yard line, one-yard line, as he was finally dropped down. Where, where are they going to place the ball on that, Bill? We'll call it the two-yard line. It'll be first and two, a goal, first and goal from the two-yard line. 59 seconds left in the first half as Corona is making a shambles of the Marauders tonight. Wow, I, I just can't, I can never believe that I, that I've seen the game that I've seen so far. I told Nick and East yesterday when I was on the field talking to him, as I usually come out here Thursday to try to talk to him, I said I have a feeling, Nick, that that more, the Marauders are going to get much more of a game than they're coming down here for, and it's quite obvious. I, usually, my predictions go just the other way, but so far, the first half of this game, I'm going to have to take credit for being right on 100% tonight, Bill. This has been tremendous. I, I just cannot having, uh, ever having, remember having seen a game like this. It'll be first, go first and goal from the 
two-yard line, three-yard line, I guess we'll call it. That's where the ball finally ended up as Randy Thayer took that pass right over the middle, and he was on his way. LeCure kept the ball, faked beautifully, dropped it right over the middle to him, and, well, corner's on their way once again. They have done a job like, well, I guess you wouldn't believe. And who are we going to watch? We're going to watch either Smith or Golombiski, I'm sure. As, as uh, Yes, it's Golombiski up, fighting his way up to about the two-yard line to the perhaps the one he got up there. As Golombiski was not able to edge it quite in there. He is really going up against some... He's going up against tonnage, to say the least. There's some real beef up there, and that's part of the front line. It's going to be a second down and about one to go from a, we'll call it the one-yard line. 35 seconds left of the half as the clock continues. Charlie LeCure trying to wedge it in. Did he or didn't he? We have Randy Thayer out here calling a touchdown, but I don't think he's the guy that's going to call it in there. No, it is not a touchdown as yet, as the clock has stopped for the Cavaliers, and with timeout, the ball resting on about the half-yard line. Here's Bill. Steve Standard Service, 404 North Washington in Arasso, invites your patronage of his new location, Steve's West Side Standard Service, corner of Maine and Chipman. Remember, two locations to serve you better. Steve's Standard Service, 404 North Washington, and the new Steve's West Side Standard Service, corner of Maine and Chipman in West Owasso. Thank you, Bill. We'll have it up here with a... Well, it's just going to be a third and inches, 22 seconds left in the first half, as I know Coach Nicanese wants this touchdown very, very badly, as it would be extremely difficult for any team to come up from a three-touchdown deficit in the second half with just 24 minutes left to play in that. Charlie LeCure being con- conversed very seriously with uh, by Coach Nicanese. I'm sure we'll, we'll figure it to be either Golombiski or or Randy Smith, who will carry the ball this time. I would imagine Golombiski on short yardage situations, but as I mentioned previously, whoever gets it is really going to be going up against a lot of beef. The Charlie LeCure on a quarterback sneak once again, and did he or didn't he? Did he or didn't he? No, no, he did not make it. He did not make it as he was pushed back just as he got the ball. Timeout once again for the Cavaliers as they are calling their second timeout. 13 seconds showing on the scoreboard. And with that time up, fourth and one on this Halloween, very close to Halloween Eve, as the Goblins, I guess we could call the Cavaliers tonight, have really taken apart the Marauders. It's been a, a tremendous situation. And speaking earlier to the to uh, McDonald, the O'Donnell, I beg your pardon, to Mark O'Donnell, the coach, here we come once again with the play. Charlie LeCure on a handoff to... So what do we have? No touchdown. Touchdown, Corona. Touchdown for the Cavaliers as Randy Smith took it right out, right on up in there to the end zone as he just did barely get across on that. So it's going to be three touchdowns, 20 to nothing for the Cavaliers as they just edged it over there on a beautiful, beautiful run by Smith who finally, after four tries from the one, they, well, from the three, rather, the Cavaliers were able to punch that one over. It's 20 nothing. Once again, Randy Thayer kicking from the 10-yard line. Charlie LeCure handling the ball. Up in the air, is it? Good. 21 to nothing. The Cavaliers, seven seconds showing on the clock. Bill, I'm worn out. It's a great night, Chuck. And it did not travel a necessary 10 yards, so it's going to be a procedure penalty as the, as the ball will be kicked from the 35-yard line. Back at Cavaliers Stadium for the second half of football. The Corona Cavaliers unbelievably leading the 
over to Elsie Marauders, 21 to nothing at halftime. Chuck Ladley back here again with Bill Constein. I just can't say enough for the first half of this game. It's been totally, totally Corona. A, a game that, well, I'm glad I got to see, to be quite honest with you, and twice as happy they got to broadcast for the Cavaliers. In all fairness, of course, to the Marauders who came down here with a 6-0 and streak, having lost only three games in the last three years, Staples and Grooms, their two premier and starting running backs, are both out tonight. Groom on the uh, sidelines over here with a broken bone in his foot. So perhaps if they had been in, it would have been a little different. But we can also say perhaps if we had had for Corona, Randy Smith and Ray Lockhock healthy, along with Terry Crosby, who's been out for a few games all year long, it could have been 6-0 and with two teams meeting each other with an identical record. However, half of the game is over. 24 minutes left to play, 21 to nothing for the Cavaliers as Coach Nicanese has brought his troops off the field now. They will be deep to receive with Ray Lockcock, and I would imagine Jeff Golubisky deep uh, to receive as we see Lockcock loosening up back here. Corona is really happy. The fans tonight, except on the other side, the Ovidelsi people are very, very quiet, to say the least. The very vocal Corona Cavalier fans have really got something to yell about tonight. Scoring started with Charlie McHugh in the first quarter, passing to Ray Lockhart for 51 yards. Lockhart taking it on the 25-yard line, and nobody touched him from there. Golombiski, go-go, got it on the 35-yard line, ran it in, broke about three tackles to get it there. Again, no one was going to deny him that. Finally, with just 13 seconds left in the second quarter, Randy Smith took it over from the one-yard line, and there it stands, 21 to nothing for the Cavaliers. Randy Thayer will tee the ball up on his 40-yard line as we start the second quarter of the second half of play. 21 to nothing, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to say in favor, to say the least, Bill. 21 to nothing, the Corona Cavaliers over the Marauders from Ovid LC. Tremendous night tonight. Just a little bit of rain starting down as we are warned that there could be some a little bit more than sprinkles. However, just starting to sprinkle a little bit as we start the second half. As Randy Thayer hits it as a bouncer, and finally coming up, picked up on the 21-yard line over here, number 42, and he is dropped down. We have a flag on the field, however. It's either a clip or a face mask. It appears to be a clip, however, as the ball came down on the 21-yard line. The We'll see. Golovinsky got his hand on it. We'll see what happens from there. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Bill, as I'm getting my earphones back on here have to say that Bill was out during the halftime here trying to get a little bit of an audience with Coach Nick and East tomorrow morning as he's taking care of business. The ball, a clip, takes the ball back to the 10-yard line, almost to the 11, where it'll be first and 10 for the Marauders, as I would well imagine that there were, well, there was a little bit more than somberness in that dressing room from Coach Mark O'Donnell, as he had plenty to say speaking for the coach again. He was out all week. He was hospitalized all week. He's back now. Got back at 3 o'clock this afternoon. So, well, he has not been there to inspire to run to get the team as it should. However, that's the breaks of football. Quarterback keeps and hands off finally on about the 10-yard line as Golombiski came in there and stacked the play up against on the on the belly play. Golombiski right along with Charlie LeCure also covered on that up to the 11-yard line. At most, they got about two inches on that. It would appear not much more than that, however. It'll be second and a very, very long nine from almost the 11-yard line as the Marauders come up again in an I formation, this time power to the left side. 
The quarterback is going to be stopped on a loss. Did we have? No, no fumble on that. As he, with Mike Pytosh, trails right around there. Brought him down for a yard loss. It'll be third and 11 from just inside the 10-yard line for the Overdelsey Marauders as they are completely, so far tonight, except for a very, very few instances, unable to move. This is definitely a passing down as we see everybody loosening up now. LeCure coming back along with Ted Fatal as they loosen up tremendously. I don't think they're going to rush in. They're just going to try to, yes, a deep to pass this time. Karinovic, Karinovic, unable to complete it to the man number 40 coming right over the middle there. However, no place near him as Rick McCreary was not able to get his hand on that one at all. It'll be a forced punt forced to punt from their just inside their 10-yard line with Randy Smith and Ray Lockhart dropping deep. Lockhart standing on the 50 right now as the Marauders will have to kick from within their own end zone. A little bit of wind coming up now, Bill, and it's going against them as we see the wind coming almost due out of the south, standing deep in his own end zone this time to punt. Oh, we have a, we have a flag once again as it a, a, an illegal procedure as the right end of the Marauders jumped Randy Thayer caused that. It was all Randy's fault. It was exactly what he meant it to be his fault. As he stunted around, drew the man off sides, and that's perfectly legal as long as the defensive man does not touch. No encroachment on that on his part. However, it drops it back to the five-yard line. We're right standing right under the goalpost right now. Number 10, Greg Bancroft, will try to get it up in the air. And he's being forced. He gets a bad snap from center, almost blocked as, as he's... Rolling around in the end zone, a very poor kick coming around out here to the, at most, what do we have, the 20-yard line there, Bill? Is it the, yes, coming, it'll be first and 10 for the, for the Cavaliers from the 24-yard line as they start in fantastic field position. Once again, Bancroft, although he was not hit, tried to axe so, uh, I don't think they're going to get, tried to axe so, uh, I don't think they're going to give him an Oscar for that, but a good try anyway, however. First and 10 from the 21-yard line, 24-yard line as the Cavaliers have had it all their way tonight. This has really been their sack of rocks, and they've been throwing them all over the field. Golubisky, the deep man in the eye this time, as Charlie LeCure brings his team out. Ted Patel spread wide to the left side. Hand off to Smith. Smith is on his way for about a five-yard, seven-yard, almost nine yards as he was necktied and brought to earth after a nine-yard gain on that. So it would appear to be a, a good nine yards on that. It'll be second and one from the 16-yard line as the Cavaliers are making mincemeat of a very, very large and very aggressive line from Ovidelsi. The I would say aggressive. They haven't showed a tremendous amount of spirit tonight, however. Second and one as Charlie Cure and a handoff to Smith. Once again, Smith up for what appeared to be a first down as he's knocked down right on the 15-yard line as they keep running appear to have spotted a tremendous weakness in the defense over on the left side of the line, the right defensive side of the line. And I don't mean to deprecate anybody's efforts over there. It's got to be short of a first down by about a foot at most. It'll be third and a foot for Chandler to cure as he directs his troops. Golombiski in the backfield along with Randy Smith and Ray Lockcock. Ray Lockcock going wide to the right side this time as he split way, way out wide. Golombiski short man in the eye, handoff to short man who is Randy Smith, and Randy appears to have a first down, however. We're going to have to wait till they unpile to find it out for sure. Trying once again the left side of the line as Smith has had tremendous success over there. It's going to be a fourth down, and what? A fourth down, and at most well, we're going to say about what, two millimeters and call it that. <laughs> Somewhere along in there anyway. We have 
Number 25, 26, Shepard checking out of Rick Shepard. I beg your pardon, number 26, Chris McMillan checking out of the backfield as Ray Lockhart comes back in out of the pro set this time. Charlie McEwen a hand off to Smith. Smith's got the first down and down to the 10-yard line as he got the first down and plenty on that one. Smith almost broke that one as he tried that left side of the line once again. Four plays in a row to the same side as the Cavaliers are driving once again down to about the 10-and-a-half-yard line, almost to the 10. It'll be first and 10 for the Cavaliers as they, if they are able to secure a first down without scoring here, it's going to be very, very hard on the Marauders. As to say the least, they have their daughters down right now. Out of the pro set, once again, Charlie Lequeur sets his backfield. Lockhock right to the right side. Hand off to Golomiski. Golomiski punches right to the right side of the line, up for about two yards, where he is knocked down by a linebacker. And, well, it would appear that he's knocked down by several people over there. However, Jeff edges up over the 10-yard line. They're going to give him a yard at the most on that. Golomiski not having to run quite as much tonight. And it's been obvious that they are not able to key on just Jeff tonight, as Randy Smith is healthy, Ray Lockhock is healthy, and, well, we'll say to least, the Marauders are really having the ball run down their throat. Out of the throw set this time, Lockhart wide to the right side once again. Randy Thayer wide to the left side. Hand off to Smith. Smith up, trying the left side of the line up for about a... Golomiski, however, up for about a yard gain at the most. It's going to be a third and nine situation as the Marauders have kind of bogged down right here in this drive. I don't know, Bill, maybe it's acting like it's a little bit too easy for them right now. Timeout for the Cavaliers, and with a timeout, Charlie Lequeur coming to the yard, uh, the sideline. Here's Bill. Like ice cream, choose your favorite from 17 flavors at either Itchy Bond Donut Shop in Owasso or Corona. Lots of rolls and Bismarcks, too. Remember, Itchy Bond on South Washington in Owasso and North Chiawassee and Corona offer discounts to churches, schools, and civic groups. Go Golf at Long's Golf Service, corner of Chipman and Main in Owasso. Long's Golf has transmission repair, complete motor tune-up service, brake and exhaust system repair, replacement and service, and those great Kelly Springfield triers. That's Long's Golf on the southwest corner of Chipman and Main in Owasso with Kelly Springfield tires. Seven minutes and four seconds left in the third quarter. Nick and was telling me uh, that we might watch out for a tackle-eligible pass tonight, and I think this might be just about the place that would be a, uh, a capital place to call it if you were going to call something of that type. Charlie LeCure off from the sidelines again after having conversed with his coach. Back to the field, huddling there with his troops right now. Rick Shepard in, in replace of, or to replace Ray Lockhart. Ray Lockhart, however, is in. He's in to replace, this time, Terry Crosby. The remaining backs, Smith and Golubisky. Charlie LeCure deep to pass, and he's rolling out to the right side. He's got a man free out here. Overthrows. Ray Lockhart just a little bit in the way over in the right corner of the end zone as he led him just a little too much because Ray was all by himself. What do we do now? We've got Randy there that can kick a field goal from that. We've got, we've got the, uh, of course, we have Golombiski who can run. We have Shepard coming in with instructions of some type. So we'll have to see what it is. Yes, Rick Shepard is coming back into the game. Does he have a kicking tee in his hand? So it would appear, I think we're going to see our first field goal attempt of the year this time as Randy Thayer... Yes, we are. Randy Thayer will be hitting the ball from about the 15-yard line as he has had three extra points tonight. His ball is down up in the air, and it is good. Randy Thayer hits it from 15 out, 24 for the Cavaliers, nothing for the Ovidelsi Marauders, and here's Bill. America's most comfortable knit slacks are Hager. Hager slacks are famous for fashion and easy care. They're completely washable and absolutely wrinkle-proof. In Hager slacks, you can be what you want to be. Get Hager Slack soon from Irving's 114 South Washington in Owasso. 
while planning a special occasion. Add that special touch of elegance with flowers from Owasso Floral. They have beautiful potted plants and gorgeous cut floral arrangements for all special occasions. Add a special touch of flowers or plants from Owasso Floral, 1398 North Hickory. Thank you so much, Bill, as the tremendous sponsors that we have bringing these, these games. And well, uh, I think we've seen just about as much football as you could ever hope for from a high school team. We've seen it all tonight. We've seen seven games all rolled up in one, and wow, that's all we can say for it. Randy Thayer out being very, very accurate on that kick as it teed up again on the 40-yard line as the Corona Cavaliers lead 24 to nothing. Thayer, wow, did he ever hit that one? Drops on, drops on the, in the end zone. Is he going, wow, Ooh, what a dangerous situation as a lad let that one lay there on the goal line. Had the Cavaliers got down there, it would have been touchdown Cavaliers once again. It's almost a very, very tremendous mistake on the part of the Marauders as the lad really went to sleep back there as Thayer hit that ball and drove it right down to the half-yard line. It rolled into the end zone and laid there and finally comes out to the 20 on the touchback. Bill, I think we can we can pretty well get an idea. They are down tonight. They're walking out of the huddle. They're, they're really not looking like they're in this game at all. Handoff to right up the middle and knocked down by Golombiski. Golombiski got a hand on the lad that time and drove him very, very hard to earth as Jeff is really playing a tremendous game. Coming up at most a yard line as he, one yard, as he tried the left side of the line and no give to that at all. Tremendous tackle on the part of Jeff Golombiski as he shows me more each game. This lad is a tremendous athlete and I understand he's a pretty good student as well. Out of the eye, out of the eye this time. Karinovic handoff right up the middle. Once again met by Golombiski as Golombiski slams him to earth after about a four-yard gain that time. So it'll be third and five for the up for a little bit more than that. He's up for a five-yard gain. It'll be third and three from the 27-yard line when the ball goes back into play once again. Bill, we have to watch out for one thing very definitely that with a 24-point lead that the Cavaliers don't get to feeling too good and go to sleep themselves right now because they've really had it on the Marauders tonight. Hopefully for them, they can keep it on them. Golombiski in the middle of the line. A little quick pass over here. Up for enough for a first down as Charlie LeCure knocked the lad down as a little quick opener right over the middle. Number 83, Randy Loyne's getting his hand on the ball from Krenovic. It's enough for a first and 10. It'll be first and 10 for the Marauders from the... What do we have there? The 36-yard line, about the 35-and-a-half, however. We'll call up to 36 as Owen Elsie comes out of the huddle very slowly. We hope that the lads haven't lost their spirit tonight because what a shame for a team to, to go down after a tremendous season that they've had. Karinovic keeping the ball. Oh, what a tackle. Tremendous by Pete Evelyn. Knocked the lad right out, <laughs> out from well, a five-yard loss as Evelyn knocked him down. I guess the lad thought he was going to try to hurdle him. Pete got a hold of his feet and really dumped him back on a 25-yard line for a five-yard loss. It'll be second and 15 from the 25-yard line as Elsie comes out of the huddle once again. As Bill, I know they are, they've had more football tonight than they must have experienced all year long. Quinnevick, the quarterback, keeping, dropping back to his 20 to pass, being knocked down on a tremendous, tremendous effort by Randy Thayer. Randy went high in the air, slammed the ball right back down his throat as everything is going wrong so far tonight for the Marauders from Elsie. They just haven't been able to get anything to work. The blocking has broken down for them. The running has not been really too much for them, but you've got to say one thing for it. There is no way that you could fault the defense of the Corona Cavaliers tonight as they have been strictly tremendous. There's, I can't say enough good for them, Bill. Keep by this time a rollout. 
by Krenovic, and Krenovic is going to be knocked down by everybody after about a three-yard gain up here. Still not back to the original line of scrimmage on the 35-yard line yet, as Krenovic was really dumped and dumped hard. In there to get a hand on him, of course, with Dan McCollum, along with Ed Compton, Mike Piatosh, everybody that uh, trailed him around there, Randy Thayer even back in to get, a, to get a smack at him, and smack him they did. It'll be fourth and ten from the 35-yard line as we see Ray Lockhock and Smith back deep to receive the punt back on their 25-yard line. The kick almost blocked again, and this time, this time the Corona Cavaliers are going to be called for roughing the kicker as, the, as Lockhock got the ball, brought it way back up to the 40-yard line. However, they were a few miscreants as they got just a little bit anxious on that, overzealous, ran into the punter and smacked him on about the 25-yard line. If it's going to be, I don't can't recall whether this is going to be a running into the kicker. Is it going to be a running into kicker for five yards? Is it going to be a roughing the kicker? It's going to be a major penalty, 15 yards. It'll be first and 10 from the 50-yard line of the Corona Cavaliers, or of no one's 50-yard line, as it's just touching the 50. It'll be first and 10 for Overdale CSC as they start once again four minutes and one second left in this the third quarter. Bill, I think we got, no, we don't have time for a message there from one of our sponsors, so we'll keep it right here. Odelsey coming out in the power eye, power to the left side this time as the lads have really got their spirit down, down 24 points in the third quarter. Uh, reverse and oh, staying home once again, doing his job. <laughs> Pardon me, Randy Thayer diagnosed that play, a reverse came out of there, dropped for a six yard loss with Miller and well, Bill, how do you play better ball than that? You just don't, Chuck. It's all the way, Corona, tonight. It's all the way for them, and they, they have... Well, they look like world beaters tonight, to say the least. We, I've known all along, as watched these kids week after week, that they had it. Tonight, they got it all together, and here they go. Power to the left side on the power eye this time. Krinovic having to pass, dropping deep, dropping to his 45. Got a man out here. He is hit very, very hard. However, it appeared that he hung on to the ball. It'll be a first and ten. Not quite a first and ten, however as Ted Fatal came up and hit him very hard on the 39-yard line. It's going to be about a yard short of a first down as we have a fourth down situation, fourth or third on that. It'll be a third and one from the 41-yard line of the Cavaliers as they hold a very commanding 24 to nothing lead, 2.58 left, and this the third quarter. Karinovic bringing his lads out of the huddle this time, putting them in a pro set, pro backfield, right up the middle to Miller, and Miller looks like he got the first down as he punched the left side of the line for a first yard, uh, first down up to the 40-yard line, unpiling very, very slowly. Mike Pytosh getting a hand on him along with Pete Evelett on that. So, yes, it is a first down as Ovid Elsie has held onto the ball with the aid of a roughing the kicker penalty, able to get it up to the 40-yard line of the Cavaliers. First and 10 for the Marauders from the 40-yard line, the ball resting just over the corona side of the 40-yard line. Krinovic, the quarterback, keeping on a little quick pass right over the middle. The lad is going to be brought down finally by Ted Patel. Two or three people had a hand on him. However, they brought him down on the, what do we have there, the 20, the 15-yard line, it would appear, of the Cavaliers. They're going to mark it on the, on the 22-yard 20, 22 line, we'll call it, fighting the post and the boost and the post on the field once again, trying to get a good look at that as this is the first time that the that the Marauders have really been deep threatening in the in Corona territory. Keep keep by Krinovic as he comes right back up over the middle end, brought down 
by Golombiski as he got to the middle and finally just trailed him, was able to knock him down after about a seven-yard gain, what would appear to be a seven-yard gain. It'll be second and four. They gave him six yards on that one from the, what, the 15-yard line, 16-yard line of the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers have their back to the wall for the first time in the game. But Bill, I think maybe they went to sleep a little bit. Golombiski right there in the middle. Karinovic rolling to his left to pass. Karinovic keeping. He's almost knocked down. Intercepted. Intercepted. What do we have here? Carter intercepted. Way down on the goal line. I can't tell who has it. Oh, looks like they're going to call it. Oh, yes, it is an interception. Interception, it'll be. Was it in the end zone or was it on the one-yard line? Interception, they call it so far. We have many, many people calling many different things down there. Well, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? I can't tell from here, Bill. What, are you, what do you think? Well, I'll take the interception. Well, I hope we get the interception. Kirby Miller is going back into the game on defense. No, it is. It is an interception, but it was not intercepted, however, in the end zone. Or was it intercepted? Well, this, yes, it was intercepted in the end zone as we have the Cavaliers bringing it out on a touchback to the, uh, to the 20-yard line. I think Ted Patel was the one who got the ball. I'm not sure, however, as three men went up together. And one came down with it, so we'll call it a corona interception. And Ted Patel, if you're the one who got the got it, good for you. First and ten for the Cavaliers. Hand off to Randy Smith. Smith rolled loose up the middle for a very sizable, tremendous gain on that. As he got it up for about a 17-yard gain, Randy running like a horse tonight, doing a tremendous job. It'll be first and ten from the, what do we have there, the 30-yard line, Bill, the 29-yard line. 32-yard line, so says my sharp eyes spotter over here. That the Corona Cavaliers, 56 seconds left as the clock begins to grind down now, all going against the Marauders. Handoff this time to to Golombiski, as Golombiski has met right at the line of scrimmage, and not too much on that one at all, to say the least. Jeff stopped just just about in his tracks on it. Uh, on that, it'll be a yard loss, in fact. It'll be second and 11 from the 31-yard line when play resumes. Bill, do you have a word there, Quickly, For the place for you. Charlie LeCure handing off, keeping, fumble, and LeCure recovers it on his own 30-yard line as he attempted to hand off that time to Randy Smith, unable to make a clean exchange on that Charlie LeCure tackle just as he was letting the ball go. Knocked down on his 30-yard line where it's going to be third and 12 for the Cavaliers as they seem to bog down just a little bit on that. Rick Shepard coming out, or Terry Crosby coming out, and Jeff Golombiski going back in as it looks like they've got the big guns in there, the heavy troops. And that's going to be the quarter, 24 for the Cavaliers, nothing for the Marauders. Here's Bill. Way downfield on that one as he, as he flew him out of the backfield, got him up to the 45-yard line. However, he was not able to catch the ball on it. It'll be 4th and 14 for the Cavaliers as they are forced to punt as we open the fourth quarter. Coach Nick Anise, Coach Dick Moffat, Coach Matt Rumasek, very, very happy with this game so far. Shepard hitting the ball, getting a corona bounce down to the 35, 36-yard line where it's going to be downed. It'll be first and 10 for the Marauders as we start, as we have 11 minutes and 45 seconds left in this, the fourth and final quarter. With the Corona Cavaliers being very, very much in the lead, 24 to nothing on a commanding lead tonight, a tremendous, tremendous game for the Cavaliers. Again, we can't say enough good for them. We do have a flag back here on the play, however, so it's going to be brought back as a hurried kick on the part of Shepard, able to get it away. However, it would appear that there was something that went, went awry in the, 
with the Cavaliers, I would imagine that they were in motion. However, we can, uh, we haven't had a signal on it yet. No, it's going to be a major penalty, undoubtedly a a personal foul of some type. Still no signal from the official holding, they call it. Holding on the part of the Cavaliers as they're going to be forced to kick again with Shepard now being back on his... Well, he'll hit it from about the three-yard line, I guess. He's standing on his three-yard line as the Cavaliers are back deep once again to punt on a fourth down after that penalty. Getting a beautiful kick high, a little bit short this time. Getting a, getting a bounce for the Marauders where the ball will be downed on the 42-yard line. And it'll be first and 10 for the Marauders from Overdale C with 11 minutes and 32 seconds left. 24 to nothing for the Cavaliers. And here's Bill. You'll find a mechanic on duty at all times giving expert mechanical service at Sanders and Spencer Mobile Service at 201 South Washington Street in Owasso, just one of our fine Sports Boosters Club members. First and 10 for the Marauders from the 36, they call it, 37-yard line. Pitch out to the left, and a fumble being chased back here by Arnold Cagle. Arnold gets a hand on him, slows him up, and, oh, we have an injury on that. As somebody got stepped on, number 76, also in a tackle. Mike Pytosh came in there beautifully. Arnold Cagle slowed him up, Pytosh got him down, and Pytosh got spiked on that. And, well, Mike, I don't know what you're saying, but the steam is sure coming out down there. I'll say that for it. After a five-yard loss on that, a pitch out to the left side, unable to control it at all. Arnold Cagle getting up there. Pytosh really grounding the lad on that one. Tremendous pursuit by the Cavalier defense. Deep to pass this time, and he's going to be dropped almost. Oh, is it grounding? Is it? Apparently not. As Pete Evelyn came in and put tremendous pressure on the lad. That was Randy Thayer, I beg your pardon, put heavy pressure on, on the quarterback that time. Krinovic, as he was not able to get a hold, get away from it, they did not call it grounding, however. He threw it right in the middle of the corona secondary. It's a good thing that he did hit the, the ground with it because there were several lads standing there ready to take it. 10.40 left in the fourth and final quarter as Ovid Elsie has been able unable to do anything tonight. 24 to nothing for the Cavaliers. Out of the eye formation, Krinovic deep to pass once again over the 50-yard line. He's going to be dropped by Pete Evelyn as Evelyn drove him to the ground on the 45-yard line, and Krinovic is getting up very slowly. We have an injury for the Cavaliers as they are rolling, as he's rolling around on the ground, spiked. And I don't, he's testing the leg out, however. It's number 76, Pytosh. I think it would appear, knowing an injury of this type, that he may have a muscle cramp. Perhaps it's a muscle cramp. Mike Pytosh coming to the sideline this time. Uh, yes, it is. It, it's, he's, got, he's got a muscle cramp in both his calves as they're being rubbed by the coaches right now. He was not spiked. It's just a plain old case of muscle cramps. Too much tension, too much, well, too much football, perhaps. But these things usually do come with tension. And paying the way Mike Pytosh does, he plays 48 minutes of every game. He does a tremendous job. He's in, well, he's been everywhere on defense tonight. He's uh, can't say enough good for him. Again, can't say enough good for any of these lads. Of course, the boys in the trenches, the the linemen, they are the ones who who really do the work. In so many cases, they don't get the credit they should, but you have to know with a defensive game the way it has been tonight that Pytosh has been there, Ed Compton has been there, Mark Ackley, Dennis Sheridan, Dan McCollum, all these kids doing a tremendous job, really keeping it on him. Pete Evelis dropping this lad for another loss this time as it's going to be a fourth and 25 for the Marauders as they've been forced. They've had the ball just pushed right down their throat very unceremoniously as the lad Krinovic, the quarterback, 
being dumped by Ethel at that time, really dumped very, very hard. He was, he had the ball under him when he came down on that as Pete Evelis came in and really, really wrapped him. Deep to kick this time, number 10, Bancroft, from kicking from about his 34-yard line as it's a 4th and 25 situation. Deep to receive the kick, Randy Smith and Ray Lockhock. Ray Lockhock, the deepest. And no, no fake on that. They're going to kick it. And it's going to come to Lockhock on the 25-yard line, 20-yard line. Ray being chased backwards, coming up again to the, over the 25. We've got a flag on the play, however. We have two flags on the play. And I think they're both, well, it would may it might be a possibility of nullifying penalties. However, it was a clip, apparently, against Corona. I don't know what the other flag was. It might have been an illegal procedure penalty against the against the Marauders, but we'll have to see there. Jeff Golubisky trotting back onto the field there as Jeff has a very distinctive way of running when he's coming from the sideline, Bill. He looks like a looks like a fresh young stallion. I guess that's the closest thing we could call him. As he, he's here to play ball. He's all, well, he's all heart. This kid is really tremendous. You'd have to call him almost a Clydesdale, the way the Cavaliers have played tonight. Very good, Bill. Very good. I, I'll have to give it to you on that one. You're going to out Chosell, Chosell, yeah. Just keep it up there, lad. Still have no idea what the penalty is going to be called. They are discussing it with the Marauder captain. I, I'm sure it's going to be a clip or a personal foul of some type called against the Cavaliers, but, but what is it? Yes, it's going against the Cavaliers as they will retain possession of the ball. However, it's going to be marched backwards ball will be put in play probably on about the wow is it going to go that deep apparently it is the ball will be put in play from the 11 12 yard line apparently of the Cavaliers clip is what it's called wind coming up a little bit now Bill I think we see a raindrop or two out there however if it's raindrops falling on the Cavaliers I'm sure they're singing about it right now it's been a tremendous game Golombiski wandering around in the backfield very very happy with himself Randy Smith Happy with the job they've done. 24 to nothing here in the fourth quarter. Hand off to Smith right up the middle once again. Smith begging it for about a six-yard gain, whether it'll be second and four as he tried the left side of the line. Tremendous, tremendous runner, this Smith. Bill, I understand that last year he he really made the difference between a, a go-no-go season for them. And having seen it all this year, I'm quite sure it would have been the same thing for the Cavaliers had they been able to keep these two lads, Lockhock and Smith, healthy. And having Golombiski running the way he has these last three games. Wow, this has really been football. High formation, handoff to Smith once again. Smith is loose up over the middle. Does he have enough for a first down? It appears that he wedged it out there as he fought all the way. Mike, Mike Kytosh and the center, Ed Compton. Ed Compton really pushing out there, doing a tremendous job blocking. It's first and ten for Smith. First and ten as we start with 9.24 left in the fourth quarter, left in the game. Number 76. Mike Bytosh coming back into the game as number 75, Ed Compton. 71, I beg your pardon, Mark Ackley checks out on that. 70, we'll get these numbers straight. Dennis Sheridan, give everybody credit for it. Mike Bytosh coming back with his... Golombiski, Golombiski up for about a six-yard gain as everybody had a shot at him again, but nobody can get him down. Up to the 30-yard line, it's going to be a six-yard gain, apparently. It'll be second and four from the just over 30-yard line of the Cavaliers as they take the ball, and they are the ones who are playing ball control tonight, as they've had a tremendous, tremendous... Well, you just can't say enough about the offense they've been able to generate tonight. They have to have, I would imagine, well over 200 yards in offense so far, and we've got quite a few minutes of football left. Out of the 
and balanced backfield this time. Once again to Smith. We've got a flag in the air, however. Is it going to be holding? Is it going to be a face mask? I don't know. I don't know. At this point, it appears, yes, as the Cavaliers are marching by holding, is called against the Cavaliers. So that's going to nullify a very fine game by Randy Smith as the ball is going to be marched backwards against the Cavaliers as they're going way back to the north right now. Very disconsolate, very saddened by the fact that they're going to have to grind that out again. However, they have to be overjoyed by the fact that with 8.24 left in this, the fourth and final quarter, they have a 24 to nothing lead over the the routers from over at Elsie. And as the penalty is being marched off his bill, Dons and Corona have trick-or-treat candy, an extra special bargain. It's Fleer Bubble Gum, 101 pieces, just 88 cents, and Peanut Butter Kisses, 37 cents a pound. Doms also have Halloween costumes, masks, party goods, and all kinds of trick-or-treat candies. That's at Doms in Corona. And Chuck, maybe somebody gave the Halloween Goblin a quick word and sent him down here after the Marauders from Ovidelsi. Something happened. I think they all got a peanut butter kiss there. Charlie LeCure deep to pass and it's knocked down as he just, as he pumped, fake pumped, reloaded, and had it knocked down way back on his... Well, way back on about the 10-yard line. However, the ball was a forward pass. It was knocked down. It's, it'll be a second, third, and 15 from the 20-yard line as the Cavaliers had, had to start from way back there after that clipping penalty on that. Number 26, Rick Shepard, or Chris McMillan, checking back into the Cavalier backfield as Nick Anise is able to alternate his troop freely now, splitting way out wide to the left this time. Comes Ray Lockhart, Randy Thayer wide to the right side. Hand off to Golubisky. Golubisky is there on his feet as he shows tremendous balance after about a six-yard gain. He was stopped once, stopped twice, down and up. Come on, Jeff, get up there. Get up, he does. I don't think he can hurt that lad at all as he struts around out there like, well, just so many tons of beautiful horse flesh. It's going to be a fourth and nine. 24 to nothing, the Cavaliers. We can't say that enough. Gee, that sounds good, doesn't it, Bill? 24 to nothing in the fourth quarter here. Seven minutes and 38 seconds left as Rick Shepard, or Chris, yes, Rick Shepard, number 40, is deep to kick, kicking from his 12-yard line. Might No, he gets it away. Almost got that one blocked. What do we have here? Yeah, coming. Oh, wow, what a tackle. We're going to have one face mask, face mask being called against the Cavaliers as they are very unhappy about that. A tremendous coverage on that punt. McMillan had to run wide. Uh, Shepard had to run wide to his right side to get that one, to get it off. As the defensive end was really closing down hard on him, it'll be first and 10 for the Marauders from Odelsey from the 30-yard line of the Cavaliers as a face mask penalty was assessed against them. Tremendous coverage, however, on that punt, Bill. They really related to the kid when he picked up the ball. I think that was almost a mistake on his part. It'll be first and 10 from the... What do we have there? First and 10 from the 30... Yeah, thir- just over the 30-yard line of the Cavaliers as the Marauders once again put the ball in play. Out of the eye formation this time, Korinovic, the quarterback, keeping, handing off to the second man in the eye, up for a sizable gain, about a five-yard gain, where he's met by Charlie LeCure and Jeff Golombiski, being dropped after about a six-yarder, six-yard, seven-yard gain, perhaps. It'll be... They get a... What do we have here? A second down, second and about four, we'll call it. So give him seven yards on that on a very determined and tremendous run by Greg Miller. It'll be yeah, second and second and three as Owen Elsie comes out, this time in a balanced backfield. Handoff right up the middle. 
Oh, wow, did he get stung by Golubisky right there in the middle once again. He didn't shake the ball loose from him, but I'm sure that Ladd is going to think twice before he takes that one again. Tremendous, tremendous hit on the play by Golubisky as once again Jeff comes out there proving that not only on offense is he a tear on defense, don't try the middle because he's going to shut the door on you and shut it very, very hard. Out of the eye formation once again this time, the Marauders, Krinovic, keeping the ball on the ground this time as it comes up on a first and ten for at most Greg Miller nudging it up there for we would say a yard gain if he got quite that much. Mike Pytosh closing down on him very hard along with Golubisky and wow Bill I can't say enough for this Corona defense I am, am more than impressed by that at least second and a very long nine from about the 19 yard line of the Cavaliers as the Marauders put the ball with play once again. Krinovic deep to pass. Krinovic has a man intercepted? No, just barely, almost intercepted there. And finally, right through Ted Patel's hands. That appeared to be Ted Patel back there anyway. As uh, once again, you can say Corona owns this game. Not only do they own it, they're not going to give one little piece of it away at this point. It'll be third and nine with 5.37 left in the fourth and final quarter. Bill, I would say it would take a minor miracle to take this one away from the Cavaliers. It looks like it's going to take a minor miracle even to score. Has a handoff right up the middle, and Pytosh gets a hand on him along with Kirby Miller, and they say, no, lad, you're not going anywhere. Big Ed Compton right in the middle of the line along with it, and that's a hard place to get ground no matter where they are on this field. The middle of the Corona line tonight is really doing a tremendous, tremendous job. Bill, what do you think? Have you seen a better game? I haven't this season, Chuck, at all, because these Cavaliers are just up for the game, and the strong competition between the two towns has made this the best game of the season. Fourth and six as Krinovic is deep to pass, gets the ball, gets a hand, gets the ball out here, and Arnold Cagle, everywhere Arnold, I guess you're going to have to call him because he smelled that one out beautifully. The ball complete right over here to the left side, however. No go on that one at all. Arnold Cagle dropping after no gain, and... I don't know how that kid does it, but he does a tremendous job of nosing the ball out. Arnold Cagle is another lad who has by no means received enough credit for the job he's done this year. It'll be first and ten for the Cavaliers from their 20-yard line as the ball comes over to them. 4.48 left. This is all Corona night. This is all Cavalier night. Coming wide to the right side, we have Ray Lockhock, Randy Thayer wide to the left side. Smith and Golombiski, the remaining backs. Try to cure deep to pass. He has a man over here in the middle. Taken right here by Randy Thayer up on the 50-yard line as Thayer took the ball on his 45, took it up to the 48-yard line. They're going to mark it back on the 49-yard line of the of the Marauders as Coach Nakanese is really pushing him all over the field tonight. He's pulling out all the stops. I think other coaches would have been inclined to just keep the ball on the ground and grind it out. Perhaps that's what the Marauders thought as Thayer took the ball on a little quick out pass here right up over the middle. And here we are once again, first and ten for the Cavaliers from the 49-yard line of the Marauders as are making this a very, very bitter defeat for the Marauders from Ovidelsi. Charlie LeCure on a delay this time to, uh, to Randy Smith as Randy gets it up here for about three yards. Thought they were going to call a face mask on that one. However, Randy shook it off, was up here number 77 on the play. Lynn Webster finally getting a hand on him as Smith, a very determined runner, Low center of gravity, good legs on him. That lad really knows how to run. Terry Crosby checking into the Cavalier backfield. We have 337 left, 24 to nothing. The Cavaliers says, we're going to savor this score for a long time, Bill. This is a tremendous, tremendous game. 
It'll be second and six from the 45-yard line as the Cavaliers come up over the ball, sending far to the right side, Thayer this time, far to the left side. As Joe, Jeff Golombiski got the ball, or who was that that got the ball? Yes, not Golombiski. It was Terry Crosby got the ball on that and up for about a, what do we have, a no gain on a one-yard gain, we'll call it. It'll be third and five. Three minutes the clock keeps right on running right now. I guess the, the fans have a chance to sit back here and gloat, which it appears to be what they're doing right now. They're relaxing. They're enjoying this one very much. Chris McMillan wide to the left side. Ray Lockhock wide to the right side. Had delay on a delay once again. We have, we have Terry Crosby taking the ball, doing some very fancy stepping as he gets it up to almost the first down. Is it going to be a first and ten? for the Cavaliers as they keep the ball with 2.38 left in this game. Bill, I'm just about out of wind here. Why don't you take it for a second? Well, Chuck, fill up cleanup at the BED Car Wash, 400 Corona Avenue. Five cents off wash per gallon of gasoline purchased at the BED Car Wash, and they do the best washing job in their brush automatic car wash, too. Remember, fill up and clean up at the BED Car Wash of Owasso. Uh, thanks for gassing me up again right there. It's, it's quite obvious that these boys are not operating on ethyl. They're operating on jet fuel tonight. It's tremendous, tremendous. Right up the middle goes Golombiski as Golombiski, or who is it? Golombiski or Smith, not about to be denied. A tremendous, tremendous, Golombiski it was as Jeff took it up there. And here he goes once again up for a first and, we're going to call it a first and second and one as a nine-yard gain, pushing the ball right up to the 24-yard line. It'll be second and one for the Cavaliers as they have, they've owned this thing tonight. They own the ball, they own the stadium. I think they own the chalk on the field. Mark Ackley coming in as we see Coach Nicanese begin to, to substitute very freely. Willard Lapeer coming into the game for the first time tonight. Number 63, Kurt Conklin coming in as Coach Nicanese is doing a tremendous job of getting everybody a chance to play in this great victory for him tonight. Bill? Lay away twice now for Christmas at the Twice as big, new Gilbert Western Auto Store, 113 West Main in Owasso. Gilbert Western Auto also has bicycles for every family member and pedal cars for tots. Be sure to visit their bigger-than-ever basement toy department where you'll find Christmas toys now on display. Get two Firestone Town & Country retreads for just $19.50 plus 35 cents per tire federal excise tax and two recapable tires off your car. Price for 600 by 13 Blackwalls. Other sizes slightly higher. Buy now at Firestone on revolving credit and pay nothing till January of 1973 at Firestone of Owasso. Steck the jeweler of Owasso has keepsake wedding rings that you'll wear with pride forever. Whether you prefer the simplicity of a wide 14-karat yellow gold band or the distinctiveness of a multicolored engraved design, Stecks have the wedding ring that suits your taste. This game being brought to you by the Sports Boosters Club of Owasso and Corona, and you're getting your money's worth tonight. Good morning, your money's worth tonight. I think we're we're really on the gold standard as the lads are tearing them apart tonight. Everybody, uh, Coach Nicanese has substituted just about everybody in here tonight. He's getting all the lads. I see Mike Pytosh over here with his helmet off, getting a very well-deserved rest, as this boy has really done a tremendous job tonight. It's one minute and 30 seconds sec, uh, 37 seconds left. What happened here? Too much time against the Cavaliers. That's going to set the ball back five more yards. It'll be a second and... What are we, second and six, apparently, from the 35-yard line. Everybody new checking in, or Randy Thayer coming to the sideline right now. Dennis Sheridan in, Mark Ackley in, we see. Ed Compton is out now. Charlie LeCure, the quarterback, still in. 
as he takes the ball on his 35-yard line. He's deep to pass. Charlie LeCure has enough time. He's got... He had... What do we have out here? Just a little bit of a scuffle as Ray Lockcock got really roughed up down here. As he went into the end zone, Ray Lockcock wanted to protest it as he is saying a few things that are, well, uncomplimentary, obviously. We've got him back in the huddle now as Lockcock stopped to have a word or two about something or other. And he really got banged on the back a couple of times by a very overeager and probably a little bit angry Ovidelsi defender on that one. We have Willard Lapeer in. We have Bob Linker in. Jerry Seeger, Kurt Conklin, all these lads who have really not had the opportunity to play this year because of, well, it's been pretty obvious. Corona has really had to play ragged-edge football, just hang on by your fingernails as we see all kinds of new numbers in there. Number 25 is another one we haven't seen so far. Yes, Terry, that's Todd Patel who's on offense right now. Charlie LeCure taking the, quarter, the ball in his quarterback position, just hanging on to it. One minute, 20 seconds, 27 seconds left. Three, third and six, 24 to nothing, the Corona Cavaliers. It's been all Corona. We see number 83 in, Willard Lapeer. Number 12 checking in. We have a new quarterback for the first time, Al Bulemore, checking in. Charlie LeCure, the little magician, getting a well-deserved rest as he has played capital football number one, brand A, whatever you want to call it. Ted Fatal is the quarterback, and uh, Ted running a quarterback for the first time, and he's going to be knocked down way back here, almost to the 50-yard line. As the blocking really broke down here, you can see inexperience in here. However, the lads are getting the opportunity to play, and this is the only way I know that they will get the experience. 51 seconds left. It's going to be a very, well, humiliating shutout. I don't know what all you want to call it. We do have a flag on the play, and with that flag, I'm going to give it to Ted. Holding against the, the Cavaliers, which is going to be declined because of the tremendous drop back here on the part of Ted Patel. Ted being the number two quarterback, running his first play that I can recall at quarterback this year. Number 50 checking into the play on offense, Bucky Brooks. As Bucky comes in, the Cavaliers are going to, apparently going to punt. No, it went over. It was a, what exactly do we have here? I'm a little bit confused, uh, Bill. I can't tell. Here we come. First and 10 as the ball went over the Cavaliers going on defense as the Cavaliers coming. Arnold Cagle coming back into the game. Number 62, Jerry Ziegler checking out. Cagle, who has done a tremendous job over on his side. The Cavaliers and a prevent defense. They have six defensive backs, only five men up front, and we're not going to see too much of a rush on the passer as, believe it or not, they are keeping the ball on the ground. I don't understand that. Looks like they wanted to have a, uh, might want to get on the scoreboard. No chance of winning. Grenovic keeping the ball on the ground, however. As once again, the ubiquitous bit of red cloth, that flag is on the ground once again as, what do we have here? We have a little bit of a mix-up over here. The Ovidelsi temper is being very, very short this time, just as the tempers were short in Chesoning last week when Chesoning was faced with a loss. And However, the play is going to go against the Cavaliers as they're marching north once again, being pushed back against the wall. 15-yard penalty. A personal foul called that we do not know against whom, against the Cavaliers as the ball goes back to the 35. 15 more yards against the Cavaliers. An unsportsmanly like conduct, we know, and we know what caused that one. Apparently, somebody got just a little bit overeager with the officials and apparently dropped a word that was, uh, well, unakin to their vocabulary as the. Oh, as the Corona Cavalier fans begin to get a little bit vocal about it, too, so that's their, that's their, their 
thing. They paid their money. They get their church. They get to talk the way they want to up here in the stands, but just don't say it on the field. Jeff Golombiski wandering up and down the sideline. Very, very happy lad tonight as he has every reason to be. He's played a tremendous, tremendous game. Well, we still haven't got it started yet. As remembering last week up at Chesoning, the last five, the last few minutes of the game, last five, I guess we'll say, took a good 15 minutes of clock time. And with that, we'll have Bill. You'll feel as good as you look in quality shoes from Walters in Owasso. Walters shoes as footwear for scholars. They're great for wearing in school or at the games. That's Walter's Shoes in downtown Owasso with footwear for every scholar. Thinking of building a new home or remodeling your present one? Then think of Standard Lumber and Supply Company, 1724 Corona Avenue, where you'll find the best materials at the lowest prices. Everything you need for building or remodeling is at Standard Lumber and Supply Company of Owasso. Brand new ball team going on the field for the Corona Cavaliers. As Coach Nicodemus makes sure everybody gets in there. As he's freely substituting, getting everyone onto the field, making sure that all the kids get the chance to play in this game. Ah, I see what he's doing right now. Because of the penalties, he's putting his first string defense back in. He says, you guys are going to play that way. You're not going to get a chance to score if I can help it. And I really don't blame him for that. Krenovic, the quarterback, going deep to pass this time. And he's going to be caught. However, he does get the ball away. Intercepted in the end zone by Corona. It'll be a touchback. The ball will come out to the 20. There will be no score for, for the Odelsi Marauders tonight. Just 18 seconds left on the board. And this has really, really been a tremendous game. As Ted Patel, I believe, was the lad who got the ball way back there in the end zone. He did a tremendous job of making sure no one was going to get that one. And Chris McMillan, I beg your pardon. We got it right this time. You can't tell a five for a, from a six on those jerseys. You know, Bill, I thought this was going to be something like a, going up against a buck-tooth bow in an apple-dipping contest. Nobody was going to have a chance against these Marauders, but the Cavaliers said it's ours, and it's ours it is. The ball coming down, 13, 12 seconds left on the clock as it continues to run. 24 to nothing for the Cavaliers as they've really showed the boys from the west side some kind of football over here. There'll be no plays on this in one second. That's it. That's it. Corinna 24, over will see nothing. The best kind of football I know, and here's Bill. Scholars, make your work the neatest with a new Olivetti or Smith Corona portable electric typewriter from Selleck Office Supply. They have everything you need for school, office, or home at Selleck Office Supply on West Main in Owasso. Your prescription will always be filled accurately and promptly when you call or visit Stone's Drugs Corner of Washington and Exchange in Owasso. They offer free delivery and emergency prescription filling 24 hours a day. Just call Stone's at 723 one two three three or seven two three one two three seven next week will be the live broadcast from owasso's womanfield with jerry geisler as owasso high trojans are entertaining and then immediately following that chuck ladley with the play-by-play tape broadcast as saginaw buena vista visits here at cavalier stadium well it's four and three as the ovid lc marauders came down here and Really not able to get much going for them tonight. 24 to nothing for the for the Corona Cavaliers. Bill, I'll say, say this for I've never seen a finer football game of high school kids. I've never seen a more determined group of people than the obviously the lads from Corona were tonight. We have to we have to also say by far that that Grove was out, the premier running back along with Staples. Both of these backs were out. One of them on crutches over on the sidelines tonight. I don't know why uh, why Staples was out. However, it's uh, obvious that the uh, 
They just couldn't get it going for him tonight. The coach was gone all week in the hospital. He was not able to be with his team, so I don't think any alibis are necessary for OVLC. They won the championship already. They had uh, only to win the game as far as that goes. They really had not that much to win, perhaps. They were down when they got here, and just as far perhaps down they were, the Cavaliers of Nick and East were up, and wow, did they ever carry it to them. Recapping the scoring in the first quarter, 51-yard pass from Charlie LeCure to Ray Lockcock made it. 7 to nothing, along with Thayer's kick. A 35-yard run by Gogo Golombiski as he took it, and wow, away he went. Nobody's going to touch him in the second quarter. Further in the second quarter, Randy Smith punched it in from one yard. Later, just in the third, uh, in the third quarter, there was 6.55 left on the clock in the third quarter. Randy Thayer kicked a 15-yard field goal to end all the scoring tonight, but that surely didn't end the game. We'll say a few more words about it after Bill. Get a man-sized value at a pint-sized price. Save $1 on a case of 12-ounce bottles, just $1.88. 12 bottles of family quart mixers are only $2.39. Remember, for a man-sized value at a pint-sized price, put Soda Pop Shot, 1243 East Main in Owasso. And if you're tired of your old furnace running up big fuel and repair bills without delivering the warm comfort you're paying for, it's time to see Wersing Heating. Stop at 203 South Water Street in Owasso for a new Lennox furnace that will end those problems. Stewart Street Auto Service specializes in bumping and painting. In fact, it's their only type of work, so they're experts in the field. Go to Stewart Street Auto Service, 1225 West Stewart Street. They give free estimates, too. How do you do better than this? Bill, I don't know. There's just no way that I can say. The kids, the kids really brought it with them. They had it all together tonight, as I said earlier, and I'll say it again. The... Uh, I didn't predict the win. I just the win. I said that uh, yesterday. I told Nick and Ace in talking to him. I thought that there was some type of electricity the kids were going to have tonight, and have it they did. Next week, well, as I say, I don't think you can do a better game than we had here. I'm excited. I'm just completely blown out. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween, and remember, please check the things that your kids get in their Halloween baskets. Uh, some people have very, very weird sense of humor. We'll leave it at that. Out of the...